just started snowing out of nowhere this morning, man. Y'all better pay attention to this climate control, man. This climate manipulation. And DC keep talking about we're a resilient city. And that's a model based off the Rothschilds controlling the climate to create natural disasters. They can pay for it and own the cities, man. Be careful. That's right. Be careful out there. The Jews are coming. The Jews are coming. That is, of course, uh, Washington, D.C. City Council member Trayon White. He's a Democrat. He thinks the Rothschilds make it snow. Others think the Rothschilds make it rain, but that's a, that's a different discussion altogether. Every time it snows, we remember Democrat Council member Trayon White. It's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? He's been reelected at least once since that. He made a video with his iPhone driving on the one little patch of highway we have in Washington, D.C. Driving in the snow while making a video of himself with his cell phone. He should probably get a citation for that, don't you think? The Rothschilds, it's the evil and uh, sinister Rothschilds making it snow in Washington, D.C., now, I don't know if he believes that this snow, because we're being snowed upon right now, and there, there's, hey, we have an actual blanket of snow in Washington, D.C., and uh, we have the March for Life on the National Mall today, the annual March for Life, and uh, that means good people will be showing up, and the left will be having some sort of a transgender sexual panic because normal people are in town, and they have a lot of trouble with that. It's the 51st annual March for Life in Washington, D.C. You may remember a number of years ago when a a nice young man from uh, Covington Catholic School in Covington, Kentucky, they uh, came in the uh, school group from Covington, uh, came in for the March for Life, and a young man, I think he was 16 years old at the time, Nick Sandman, was on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, and he he, he had just bought from a vendor on the street a a MAGA hat, a red baseball cap, a, you know, a Trump hat. And and he was standing there minding his own business, being normal, when, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Crazy Horse Cheekbones, I think it was. What was the guy's name? They And the Democrats told us he was like a Vietnam War hero. He was uh, Rambo. And uh, then they ended up saying he was a Vietnam-era veteran. But he was a Native American. You could tell by his high cheekbones, just like Elizabeth Warren's papaw. Because, you know, all the Cherokees have eye cheekbones. I learned that from Elizabeth Warren. That's when she was a Cherokee. She has since given that up and moved on. No longer a Cherokee is she. Uh, And Nick Sandman was minding his own business on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial when this crazy, demented, radical leftist uh, came up to him banging a drum, you know. Uh, Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? And uh, Nick Sandman was well, just, hey, like, here I'm in the big city in Washington, D.C. I'm at the Lincoln Memorial, and I got this, you know, uh, cheekbone guy coming up and banging the drum. And he uh, smiled pleasantly and nodded and, and was interested in everything that was going on around him and taking it all in. And then the media crucified him and tied him to a chuck wagon and dragged him uh, and threw him off a cliff. It was like Yellowstone. They took him to the train station. And uh, just appalling, absolutely appalling. That whole thing. And and then he uh, he sued the corrupt news media, which uh, Jeff, Jeff Wolf is in today for Michael Piercy. Michael Piercy is out today. He's traveling with his family for a family funeral, actually, and had to get out of town a little early because they're driving and the snow was coming and everything. So 
Get out a little early. So Michael Piercy not here today. Jeff Wolf here in his stead. And uh, and we're happy to have him. Thank you for being here, Jeff. And he came in in the snow. You know, he's undeterred. See? You know, good old, old-fashioned old uh, normal. Jasmine uh, couldn't make it today. And Jane is here on the phones. Jane is here on the phones. She's waving. There she is waving over there. And we remain at 888-630-9625-888. 630-9625 is our telephone number. And, you know, that means it's absolutely toll-free. But I do love that uh, Trayon White. Trayon is uh, he's a Democrat. He's an elected official in the capital of the United States of America, a Democrat in good standing. He believes the Jews, in particular one family, the Rothschild family, they control the weather. They make it snow because they're taking over. That's what they're doing. They're taking over. And that's perfectly fine in the Democratic Party. You know, he might have been a leading indicator, Jeff, don't you think? It's possible that because now the Democrat Party is completely out of the closet as anti-Semites. And did you see the second gentleman? I like to call him the second gentleman. We got the first lady down at the White House. And at the vice president's residence, the poor guy married to Kamala Harris, He uh, Doug Emhoff is his name, Doug Emhoff. And he's uh, Jewish, as it turns out. He was in Davos, because they're all in Davos, you know, and they're, they all take a hot tub together in Davos, and you don't want to know the rest, but there's a lot of motion going on in there. And uh, and he, the second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, he's talking about how he was shocked, shocked, I say, to learn how all these people that he thought were his friends are actually anti-Semites and hate him. And it was kind of interesting, the Doug Emhoff speech, a lot of interesting speeches at the Davos, the Davos gathering, honestly, um, I heard on my my great friend Vince Colonese's radio broadcast, an excellent radio show from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. on WML, Monday through Friday. And, and I heard uh, great stuff on, uh, on his show yesterday, which I, I think I'm going to have to um, emulate, borrow from, poach, steal. Uh, and it's uh, some, some great audio uh, from the the president of the Heritage Heritage Foundation here in Washington was in Davos, and he gave him a bit of what for, I'll tell you, about, well, if Donald Trump is elected president, they're all in some kind of a flop sweat, transgender panic about this, uh, Donald Trump being elected. He's already president for four years. What was it? The, I know you didn't like the tweets, some of the tweets you didn't like, but the border, no war in Europe, no war in the Middle East, uh, $1.87 a gallon gas, remember that? Carjackings were not as common as puffy clouds and uh, just uh, knows really it was a better time, a simpler time, a more prosperous time, a more peaceful time. And then the Democrats came in and they do what they always do. Now, you know, the crime rate is up and the economy's down, right? New York, New York, it's a hell of a town. The crime rate is up and the economy's down. <laughs> And uh, it's really, it's nationwide. And Washington, D.C., the carjackings, I think we have more carjackings. We had more carjackings last year than we have teenagers, I think, which is kind of remarkable. And it turns out, I conducted a study. It was kind of a casual, non-scientific study. Every single carjacker is a Democrat. It's extraordinary, isn't it? And almost everybody they carjacked is a Democrat because there are almost no Republicans in Washington, D.C., so it's hard to find a Republican voter to carjack in Washington. So carjackers know 
that they're carjacking other Democrats. And all the carjackers are Democrats. They're, and they all come from Democrat families. Because you've got to keep in mind, the problem is not our guns, it's your sons. That is a clever saying, isn't it? That's a good saying. Everybody should have. Maybe we should have uh, T-shirts uh, with that. Oh, speaking of which, there is a, a hilarious story in the Washington Post today. It finally made it into the hard copy of the paper. It was online for the Washington Post weeks ago, and it finally made it into the paper today. But they're excited that they've got a transgender. It's tra- transgender and guns. Now, how many transgender mass shootings have there been lately? There have been a bunch. Colorado at that uh, Club Q, and then uh, another young woman. That was Colorado Springs. Then another young woman in Colorado uh, nerked out her brother because he was about to go on a mass uh, school shooting, right? And then, oh, and then uh, the... Where, where was it? Yeah, the Nashville, the Nashville school shooting. That was a uh, transgender. I mean, there are only like uh, nine of them, and I think three have been mass shooters so far. But never mind that. The Washington Post, in the A sectional, they have the A sectional and they have the Metro sectional. Trans gun owner teaches queer people how to arm themselves. So you got that going for you. So expect more of the you know, uh, school shootings and club shootings and things like, because here we go. And there's a picture of the guy. You can tell from satellite photos that he's a grown man, uh, somewhat overweight. And, uh, you know, there's no mistaking this guy. I'm a woman. No, your hair is long, but uh, that's about it. And they're very proud. The Washington Post is very excited. Like similar firearm groups, wouldn't that be firearms groups? But like similar firearm groups, Rainbow Reload, it's called Rainbow Reload, that's what it calls, has seen an uptick. Uh, They always abuse the word uptick in the news media. They don't know what it means. They use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Uptick in interest in recent years as the LGBTQ plus community comes under threat, which is false. That's simply untrue. In fact, if you're, um, you know, normal, like what they call cisgender, which is another non-word that they've ginned up to make themselves feel something. Um, If you're a cisgender, you're four times as likely to be murdered. Rather than being transgender, if you're transgender, you're much less likely to be murdered. Never mind that. If you are transgender and you're murdered, the overwhelming likelihood is that someone that you're actually involved with sexually is going to murder you not some stranger, some anti-trans person. It's somebody that you pal around with. But never mind that. Yeah, so trans gun owner teaches queer people. Remember just, uh, it was weeks ago, that queer was a slur. Now it's a preferred term, isn't it? In fact, you got LGBTQQ. They got two. Queer and questioning. I-A-A plus pound sign dash. Uh, And... uh, so we got that. Yeah, and they're very excited at the at the Washington Post. I want to share uh, some of that with you as we go forward today because that's crazy. So on the on the one hand, we've got the Democrats with the transgender, and they just, trans just now means transgender, right? What about uh, transition or transitional or transnational or trans? There, you know, trans is a, a prefix that's used in a great many different contexts, but they've co-opted the word and the equal sign and the rainbow, and the color purple. And will you people calm down? I mean, honestly. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and they've got this, uh, what is the uh, the rainbow? They've got uh, pictures of the 
the rainbow flag with uh, an M16 with an M16 on it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not, they got patches, uh, sew it on your flesh with um, a rainbow and an M16 because trans gun owner teaches queer people how to arm themselves because of a myth that the LGBTQ plus community comes under threat. Uh, statistics do not bear that out. But the Washington Post doesn't care about that. Also, the front page of the Washington Post, as is so often the case these days, is an anti-Israel story. Gaza fight rages despite pressure. Well, maybe the terrorists should stop firing rockets and maybe they should release all the hostages that they're decapitating and torturing to death. But that's not in the Washington Post story because they're not a newspaper. Hostage families doubt tactics. Yeah, the Washington Post found. Sure they did. How, how many American hostages? Because there are no stories on that. There's no Ted Koppel doing dun, 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 dun. Day 102, America held hostage. None of that. Because now the Democrats are fine with America being held hostage. In fact, we're being held hostage by the Democrats, aren't we? Yes, indeed. Also, the Justice Department came out yesterday with a big report, hundreds and hundreds of pages long about the Uvalde school shooting uh, from 2022. It's now 2024, and it took them quite some time to come up with this lengthy report, which concluded what everyone knew within uh, about 48 hours of the incident, maybe within 12 hours of the incident, and that is that it was a catastrophic failure by the police and their non-response because they treated it as a hostage situation instead of treating it as what it was, a school shooting situation. But uh, but never mind that. The 575-page report, a catalog of confusion and lack of courage. 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 That's uh, if you only had courage and uh, if you only had a brain. Speaking of Joe Biden, because we got courage over here and then we got if I only had a brain over here. Joe Biden was on the loose yesterday and he got a he got a milkshake. He, he has the he's he infantilized himself and not, the whole nation and the news media have infantilized Joe Biden. And it's quite an embarrassment. But he got a milkshake yesterday and then he said a number of ridiculous things, couple several completely ridiculous things about his son, Bo. And and he uh, he called on a congresswoman in the crowd who wasn't there. She wasn't there. Hey, where are you? Well, she's in Washington. I don't know. why. He's like, I just had my picture taken with her. Well, that's weird because she's hundreds of miles away from here. But it's at least better than what he did last year, a couple years ago, when he called out a congresswoman in the crowd who had died a month earlier. He needs to go. And now the Washington Post, excuse me, the New York Post is suggesting that maybe Michelle Obama, we've talked about this, maybe Michelle Obama will uh, fill his shoes. And I think she could, too. Pretty sure. And, you know, if you need your car towed, she can do that as well. We're at 888-630-9625. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. We are back. Yes, we are. All right, my my cup runneth over once again. I said again. I mean again, though. And um, boy, a lot of moving parts. I'd like to take a phone call, um, Jeff. Why don't we do that? And uh, let's see. We have a great deal to choose from. Let's uh, let's go. Oh yeah, sure. Let's go to uh, let's go to line one, Jeff. Let's go to Robert calling from Waldorf, Maryland. Robert, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. I, I'm calling you this morning to hopefully you can help me clarify some stuff I've heard out here. Where 26 Republicans voted with the Democrats in the Senate and passed a bill that would allow 5,000 illegals to come into this country every day legally. And I also, and I, I don't know the number in the House, but I believe it might have been 120 or somewhere voted with the Democrats. Again, they needed Democrat votes to pass this bill to keep the government open. And in this bill, there's work permits for all of these illegals. I mean, are we not? Is that not the amnesty? Is that not what I'm seeing? I could be wrong, Chris, but I'm calling you to help me out because well, I believe that's what I'm staring at. This, this uh, Senator Langford. From Oklahoma, unleashed this stuff, and now now we know that Mike Johnson ain't no better than McCarthy, which you called that one many years ago. But I mean, is this what I've heard? Am I am I incorrect in what I'm hearing here? Well, it is. Uh, I, I can tell you that on the the uh, yeah the the Republicans are you know uh, doing the go along to uh, to get along thing. The uh, the crooks at the Washington Post, top gap bill delays threat of shutdown until March. Oh, boy, all the way till March. You know, our government is completely dysfunctional. It uh, does not work as designed. The Republicans in the House and the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, really need to take the reins. And they need to learn how to message as a verb and come out and hold a press conference and explain why they're going to shut down the government because the Democrats are so crooked. But the <clears throat> the Republicans are are so inept. Congress on Thursday passed legislation to keep the federal government open into March, approving a third stopgap spending bill. All this drama, it's all a terrible television show. And what's in this ridiculous bill goes on and on. And then we're going to have another crisis in March. It's January. That's two months from now. This is the Chris Plant Show. Ah, yes. Yeah, the uh, the Republicans on Capitol Hill and the Speaker of the House, I'm still holding out hope for Mike Johnson, the the Speaker of the House, but uh, you're right. The you know Senate Republicans forge ahead on border bill over Speaker Johnson's opposition, uh, and you know Speaker Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, 
signals that a potential border bill would likely be a no-go for House Republicans and being disregarded among many in the Senate GOP. Sure. Now, they, uh, it's the usual kitchen sink thing, and it's a fake stopgap, as the Washington Post calls it, and it's good for two months. And then the clown car of cross-dressers on Capitol Hill will be back with another fake crisis. Oh, no, the government's going to shut down. I think the Republicans should come out and shut the damn government down and hold a press conference and brag about it and explain to the American people if anybody can do that. And I've got to say, unlike Kevin McCarthy, Mike Johnson is at least articulate. He speaks the English language well. Is it racist to call him articulate? I'm I'm unclear on the rules when it comes to that. But uh, he is well-spoken. He has a reasonable command of the English language, and I appreciate that. We set the bar pretty low in Washington these days. But you've got to come out and uh, pound the podium and explain why you're shutting the damn government down and why this stupid, corrupt, stinking town uh, needs to have a a leash put on it and somebody needs to take charge. Uh, If Mike Johnson is not up the job, and I'm not sure that he is, I again, I'm going to I'm going to hold out hope because you know the Republicans they passed House Resolution Two HR Two, which would secure the border. But that's not gone anywhere. And it's true, the, the uh, Democrats got, and the, then the Republicans agreed, hey, 5,000 a day, 5,000 illegals a day, which, of course, is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands by the end of the year. And the Republicans roll over all too easily, all too often, because the Democrats, you know, they own the microphone. The pulpit belongs to them because of a, a filthy, corrupt news media. From the Washington Post, which I have in front of me, have in front of me here, to the New York Times, to CNN, and ABC with George Stephanopoulos, and NBC with Chunk Todd, and CNN with Jake Tapper and Jim Shuto, all former Democrat staffers, just by the way. Uh, and it goes on and on. We live in very corrupt times. I'm, and I, I, I do not relish this. I don't celebrate the fact that we live in corrupt times. The, uh, the key to the proper function of our republic is a legitimate fourth estate, an honest fourth estate, the news media, that the genius founders of our great nation uh, knew would be the ultimate check in our system of checks and balances. Uh, but the Democrats have been corrupting the fourth estate for, for decades now, and they've pretty well sealed the deal. You know, it's a a merger of state and corporate power, the Democrat Party and the media, social media. That's why they were in such a panic when Elon Musk bought Twitter, because they need that to control the daily narrative. And he was having none of that. So, you know, that's why he's, he's got to have a lot of security people around him at all times, because, you know, Democrat Party's awfully violent as well. All the riots and the looting and the arson and the attacks on courthouses and police stations and state capitals and, you know, of course, all the carjackings and the shootings. We had the highest, the largest number of murders in Washington, D.C. last year that we've had in more than a quarter century. And uh, dare I say, every single murderer was a Democrat. If there were a single MAGA hat wearing Republican that had murdered somebody last year, every household in America would be acutely aware of the story because they'd pound it home. Um, Now this this ridiculous stopgap. Oh, boy, and the Washington Post is excited. Oh, good, we've got two months of funding. This is a completely dysfunctional federal government. 
the Democrats, the Lizard King, you know, Chuck Schumer. See his lizard tongue the other day? He's got this, like, creepy cartoon smile that looks like the Joker, and he got the lizard tongue all over the place, and he is, uh, he is a creepy man, isn't he? And, and uh, you know, they know that they own the media. Whatever they do, they could shoot everybody in the middle of Fifth Avenue, and they wouldn't lose a single vote in the news media. It's extraordinary stuff. So they came up with this ridiculous bill for two months because we, we bump around from crisis to crisis, and they're all fake. They're all fake crises because that's what politics is. Politics, and I've talked about this a lot, is a terrible cable television show. Our entire political system has now been reduced to a, a cable television show. And they, you know, they, half of them don't want to be in politics. They don't want to lead. They don't want to make things better. They want to be on television tragic as that is, but 26, uh, I, I'm just telling you, it, it just, it goes on and on. And the, the, the Republicans, any Republican that votes for this stuff, and the Speaker of the House and, and in the Senate, come on, man up a little bit. Even if you're a woman, man up, because this is out of control. Our government is out of control. The spending is, we're at $34 trillion in debt if we started paying off the national debt today $1 a second, which we're not doing, if we were paying it off, paying it down at a rate of $1 a second, it would take us well over a million years to pay it off. That's not a joke. That's real math. Sorry, that was my Joe Biden quote. That's no joke. That's real math. And, um, boy, I'm, I'm telling you, it's an embarrassment to our system of government, to our republic, an absolute disgrace. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And the news media, of course, corrupt as they are. For the fourth time in a year, more House Democrats than Republicans voted to avert a fiscal disaster. It's not a fiscal disaster. The fiscal disaster is the $34 trillion debt. That was not averted. Even though the GOP controls the chamber, that's because it's a bad bill. See, the House passed the bill to avert a government shutdown for a few weeks, sending it to Biden's desk. Well, uh, the Senate um, uh, voted on it too. And that's controlled by the Democrats, see? More Democrats than Republicans voted for it the fourth time this has happened for must-pass bills. Despite controlling the House, GOP leaders have consistently had to rely on Democrat votes. Um, you know, that's the business insider. The news media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. We need truth tellers, but we do not get them. An angry Congressman Republican Chip Roy of Texas declared, it does not matter who's sitting in the speaker's seat or who's holding the majority. We keep doing the same stupid stuff. And Chip Roy is right about that. This instance, Chip Roy is 100% right. The short-term funding bill negotiated in part by House Speaker Mike Johnson passed 344 to 108 with 207 Democrats and 107 Republicans voting for it. See how the media pits the parties against one another? And they don't take up the actual issues. The 106 Republicans have voted against it. Well, just two Democrats voted against it, which means it's a terrible bill. If all but two Democrats voted, the two Democrats are doubtless communists who 
wanted the provision where they'd surround the Capitol with babies on pikes, uh, and they didn't get it, so they voted against it. That's just a hypothetical. But that's, uh, honestly, it's it's this legislation. Our system of running our government is a, is a complete disgrace. Torn between mainstream members and hardliners who hope to enact sweeping right-wing policy changes. You mean some fiscal restraint? Because we're $34 trillion in debt, and it would take us more than a million years to pay it off? Is that... The extreme right-wing position, is that is that what we're talking about? Yes, it is. You wouldn't want to take control of spending in the United States because we live in an imaginary world. You know, they sell magic mushrooms in stores in Washington, D.C. now. Do you know this, Jeff? Have you ever bought any magic mushrooms in stores? You can walk into stores and buy marijuana, pot, uh, over-the-counter in Washington, D.C. And there are pot stores where you can buy magic mushrooms, magic mushrooms hallucinogenic drugs, and that might explain a lot, honestly. Just uh, just extraordinary stuff. And it's so filled with bad things. And then the media is excited because we have weeks until the next fake made-for-cable-television crisis, which isn't a crisis. It's corruption. That's, that's what it is. The right word is not crisis. It's corruption. Because our embarrassing Congress cannot do the job that our Congress is supposed to do. Am I right? Yes, it is. Dun, dun, dun. I am telling you. Yes, I am. All right. Um, so many things to get to. And I have a lot of audio for you today, too. And there are so many wackadoodle stories. Because Oh, Joe Biden, speaking of corruption. Joe Biden has a new, and the Democrats have a new, buy your vote program. Uh, being spit out of uh, Capitol Hill. And, oh, this is probably just the White House because they do everything by executive order. They don't believe in branches of government or anything like that. They're the left. They are dictatorial. They are authoritarian. They prefer the executive order to the legislative branch. branch. They don't like that at all. But uh, 74,000 student loan borrowers, they're student loan borrowers. They borrowed money for student loans. And now they don't have to pay it back because middle-class people in Indiana who work as plumbers and truck drivers are going to pay off the Harvard loans of Democrats while they lick each other's boots. 74,000 student loan borrowers are getting $5 billion in debt wiped out in Biden's latest batch of repayment reforms. That's what the Business Insider calls this buying votes with cash thing. They call it repayment reforms. Don't repay your loans. Why? Hunter Biden doesn't repay his loans. Why would you repay your loans? More student loan borrowers are on track to get debt relief following President Biden's repayment reforms. They're not reforms. And uh, it's buying votes. It's an election year. And the media should probably start noticing what's going on. But they're filthy, corrupt people. That's that's one of the big problems we have. And uh, who is this? Avalette Sheffy. Avalette Sheffy. Typing for the Democrat Party at the Business Insider. More student loan borrowers are on track to get relief following President Biden's repayment reforms. On Friday, that's today, Biden announced that his administration approved another 74,000 borrowers, maybe in key swing states, 
for $5 billion in debt relief. It adds to the thousands of borrowers who have already benefited from the Education Department's one-time account adjustment. It's called an account adjustment. They're buying votes with our tax dollars. Why would we pay off anybody's student debt? We should force colleges to hand over their endowments. Let's send troops to Harvard to take away their, what do they have, $60 billion in endowments? And we're paying off the loans of Harvard grads because, you know, Jeff, you're a billionaire, right? So you're paying off, he says, so you're paying off uh, student debt for people that went to Harvard and went to George Washington University, which is now the most expensive university in the United States of America. And you're paying off these debts. And the reality is, of course, nobody's paying them up because we just add it to our ever-expanding $34 trillion national debt. And nobody even talks about it because the filthies in the news media. So $5 billion, they call it debt relief. And thousands have already benefited from other people's money in exchange for voting for the Democrats. Just extraordinary. And the Department of Health and Human Services, and it's the borrowers in the Public Service Loan Forgiveness. It's a limited-time waiver. Isn't that amazing? Of the 74,000 borrowers observed uh, uh, approved rather for relief today, nearly 44,000 of them are teachers, nurses, firefighters. <clears throat> Don't believe it. Two years from now, somebody in conservative media will do a story, and we'll learn that none of that is true. That, oh, did we say 44,000? We meant 44. Not 44,000. And other individuals who earned forgiveness after 10 years of public service. Wait, you're out of college 10 years and you're still paying off your student loans. Maybe the crooks that run our colleges are charging too much. And wait a minute, you went to college and you're a firefighter. Is that what you're trying to tell me here? So you graduated from college. Did you major in firefighting in college? Just amazing, amazing stuff. And close to 33,000 of them are people who have been in repayment for at least 20 years. You're paying off your student loans for 20 years. College is corrupt. You know why uh, it's corrupt? Because it's run by leftists. And Joe Biden is a sock puppet for leftists. He has no idea what's going on around him. And he said some really dumb stuff yesterday. Again, calling out a woman in the crowd, a member of Congress. Hey, I just had my picture taken with you. Where are you? She was hundreds of miles away in Washington. He did not just have his picture taken with her. He, uh, the, man is, the man is impaired. He's severely impaired. Let's be honest. And I've got, uh, I've got that audio for you coming up as well. This is, uh, this is crime. Buying votes. Student loan forgiveness. In Chicago, they used to call it walking around money. Democrats go around and put cash in people's pockets, stuff a few bills into somebody's hand to make sure they voted for your guy. They've taken that national, and now they're doing it with billions and billions of our dollars, taxpayer dollars, that will never be repaid, according to the Democrats' plan. And if Republicans in the House of Representatives want to get some control over our spending, then the news media makes sure that they are the villains of the story. If you're 20, you're already bankrupt. Thanks for picking up the tab, suckers.
There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Democrat Congresswoman Barbara Lee is a racist and she hates America. That's understatement, both of those. And she said some crazy stuff on CNN I want to share with you, too. Uh, it's, uh, you know, those terrible white people. And, and she makes up stories. She lives in a, in a crazy place. And she's, you know, in perfectly good standing with the Democrat Party in Congress because half of them are completely out of their minds. And they lie all the time. And they got this race issue and the gender issue and the sexuality issue and the money issue. They got a lot of issues. Let's be honest. Somebody up there has to start telling the truth. I'd like to see the Speaker of the House take that that role. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the uh, the telephones. Jeff, let's go to uh, let's go to Ed calling from Charleston, South Carolina. Eduardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. You were talking uh, a while back about the uh, lizard uh, king that we have in the U.S. Senate. Well, just want to let you know, and this is no hoax, this is no joke, there is a wildlife uh, invasive lizard species that are very large, and they've been found in South Carolina. They can grow up to four feet long. And uh, they typically eat other reptiles, blah, blah, blah. And they also carry salmonella. The Department of Natural Resources of South Carolina said they have received over 100 reports of the South American tegus uh, lizards. Uh-huh. And so we have, yeah, we have not only unbelievably <coughs> terrible lizards in the Senate, <laughs> yeah, they're coming to South Carolina, apparently. Oh, you're right. Yeah, tegu lizards, T-E-G-U, tegu lizards, and they they can be up to five feet long, and they're gigantic lizards. And and the, this is, you know, I I blame the Democrats. Ed, this is clearly another. I think it's probably an open border issue. Um, and these huge black and white lizards, which is racist, are uh, taking over South Carolina, according to multiple headlines, and the. Honestly, we're turning into a third-world country. I think this is just part of becoming a third-world country. And the left paying off student debt with billions and billions of our dollars. And the news media says, yeah, isn't this great? The uh, Secretary of Education, Miguel Cardona, a commie, says this level of debt relief is unparalleled, and they have no intention of slowing down. No intention of slowing down. Billions and billions more. They're buying votes. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.